Okay, let's begin. To those of you who just joined us, welcome to today's conversation about life and social change in Central Asia. My name is Bermet Talant, and this talk is hosted by Radio Free Europe, Radio Liberty. In Central Asia, power and wealth are often kept and passed down in a family. But the concept of blood ties goes beyond immediate and extended family members. Political alliances and influential clans are also organized around tribal or regional kinship that goes back centuries to the times when today's Central Asian nations were a group of separate tribes. These days, clan politics is blamed for being a driving force behind rampant nepotism, regional division, and wealth inequality in the region. But for ordinary people, these kinship-based networks are often a source of social cohesion and mutual support. Simple questions like, which part of the country are you from, or where is your family from, or what tribe do you belong to, allow the asking party to almost build a mini profile on another person's roots, any shared blood relations, and even character trait attributed to that particular tribe. Today I'm talking to Shalkar Nursiitov, a political analyst from Kazakhstan, and Aksana Ismail Bekova, a Kyrgyz anthropologist who is joining us via VPN from Tashkent. We're having some technical issues, but I hope we will resolve them. We are going to talk about the role of tribalism and kinship in the present and the future of these two Central Asian nations. Before we continue, if you have a question or a comment, you can press request in your Twitter mobile app to speak up and we'll bring you in. Or you can send a direct message to RFERL or reply to a tweet pinned in this space. Shalkar, I would like to start with you because I know very little about tribal and regional divisions in Kazakhstan. Could you explain to us briefly how they are organized and what they represent? Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, Bermet, thank you for having me. So I'm not a historian, but I like to highlight some uh, several concepts uh, related to uh, three Jews. So in Kazakhstan, we do have three Jews. There is no consensus among historians on the background history of three Jews, but there are several concepts. And one of the most popular one is that the names of Jews uh, reflect the chronology of the occurrence. Uh, according to this concept, the senior Jews appeared first, and that's why it's named the senior Jews. Then the middle and junior Jews were formed, and that's why they're called the middle and junior Jews. Mm -hmm. uh, there's, another, there's another concept, uh, which is supported by well-known historian Radik, uh, Radik Timurgaliev, who argues that this uh, first concept, that as, I, as I mentioned, is not true. The middle Jews appeared first, according to him. He says that uh, the Kazakh Hanates subsequently rose on the basis of the middle Jews. Uh, he also draws attention to the fact that uh, it was the Hans of the middle Jews who became the Han for all Kazakh tribes. Mm -hmm. uh, there's also another concept explaining the Jews uh, appeared in a difficult time. Uh, this concept argues that the Kazakhs were forced to defend uh, themselves from numerous enemies and therefore built the most convenient scheme for self-defense um, in the middle centuries. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a, another concept which is supported by another well-known historian in Kazakhstan, uh, Jaxlok Sabitev, 
uh, who says that um, the representatives of the senior Jews roamed in the upper reaches of the Sardaria River, the middle Jews in the middle reaches, and the younger Jews uh, lived uh, in the lower, lower reaches of the Sardaria River. So he says that there is no uh, hierarchical meanings uh, of the Jews. Mm -hmm. So these are the main several concepts that uh, we have in our uh, scientific and public discourse. Mm -hmm. So are there any stereotypes that exist about people from certain Jews or region? Uh, yes, uh, we do have some uh, stereotypes uh, on three Jews. For example, uh, it's believed that the representatives of the eldest Jews, they uh, should lead the country. They should take the main political positions in Kazakhstan. And, for example, um, in, during the Soviet time, there was a practice that the, the first person uh, in a state organization uh, led by the representative of the eldest Jews. And other his uh, deputies were appointed, uh, were appointed, appointed among uh, representatives of the middle and the younger Jews. Mm -hmm. And th these are also uh, some stereotypes uh, surrounding the younger Jews that they tend to be uh, more aggressive. They tend to protest all the time, especially uh, over the last past 30 years in Kazakhstan, and uh, most of uh, uh, political protests actually um, took place in the west western part of Kazakhstan, which is uh, occupied by the tribes of the younger Jews. Mm, okay, so speaking of protests in western Kazakhstan, following the January unrest, there's been some analysis in media into the clan rivalry trying to explain the power struggle between former president Nazarbayev and his successor Tokayev. Both of them, to my knowledge, and please correct me, belong to different tribes within the elder, the elder Jews. Is the role of yep, that's correct. yes? Is the role of tribes in the formation of political clans overstated in media, or is it really a big factor? Uh, actually, it has been one of the main factors. Uh, as you know, Nazarbayev has ruled over the Kazakhstan over the past uh, twenty, uh, almost thirty years, and he actually was removed from the power after after the January events this year. And his clan, actually, which is called the Shaprashta clan, uh, has controlled uh, big positions, influential positions in politics and business. Um, um, and also, we used, you, you, you do have a joke, actually. We call... Um, the representatives of Shaprashta uh, clan as alumni of the Shamalgan uh, School of Management. Shamalgan is the hometown of Nur Sultan Nazarbayev, former president of Kazakhstan. And he has built a network, a clan of uh, political and business people who are mostly representing uh, his own tribe, Shaprashta tribe. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, so we uh, actually, most of people 
in Kazakhstan are aware of this fact. Um, and in politics, uh, the, pres- the president and his administration take into account what kinship division um, their candidates for, for example, for governors in regions uh, belongs to. For example, while appointing uh, a governor in uh, Western Kazakhstan, in, for example, in uh, Mangistar region, they always take into account uh, what kinship division their candidate belongs to. Uh, in Mangistar region, uh, they especially pay attention to appoint someone who represents an, the Adai tribe, which is the largest tribe in Mangistar region. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also there's an unwritten law, an unwritten rule. For example, um, we have a political position which is called state secretary, which functions is different from the state secretary of the United States. Um, so over the past several year, years, the state secretary of Kazakhstan has been appointed among, uh, has been occupied, uh, this position has been occupied by a representative of the Yangujus. For example, uh, currently uh, in the incumbent, Yerlan Karin represents the Adai tribe. Uh, and his, uh, before Yerlan Karin, uh, was the state secretary of Kazakhstan. He also represents uh, a tribe uh, which belongs to the younger uh, Jews. Mm-hmm. So there's a uh, other region of Kazakhstan, for example, in South Kazakhstan, uh, the presidential administration takes into account uh, the fact that uh, in South Kazakhstan, two main tribes, Dulats and Kongrats, uh, uh, dominate in the region. So that's why they want, they try to appoint someone who belongs to Kongrats or Dulats. So in, po- in politics, actually, uh, uh, kinship division uh, plays a great uh, role in Kazakhstan. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if this kind of tribal rivalry differs on a local and national levels in politics. Uh, I uh, for now, we don't have uh, elections uh, for uh, governors, but we do have elections uh, for village akims, village mayors. Um, so uh, in most of the villages, there are a couple of uh, main tribes who dominate uh, in, a, uh, in, in, in those villages. Um, and... As if you look at uh, some f- uh, data, we see that uh, the, the representative of the majority uh, actually wins the elections. But it doesn't mean that uh, all the time he or she can win the elections. Uh, it's not a um, scientific uh, uh, finding, but I recently I heard a story from a friend of mine who lives in Karaganda region, he said that one of the villages in Karaganda, they had a, uh, an election for village Akim, and the winner was the one who represented the, um, the tribe who are majority in, 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 the, uh, in that village. And after a couple of years, uh, representatives of, this, of, of that tribe were disappointed uh, 
with uh, the with the Akim, with the mayor, and they decided that in the next election they will vote for someone who has a uh, who has a vision to uh, improve uh, lives of these villagers. Mm-hmm. They decided that kinship uh, ties is not important for them. They decided that they needed someone who can actually solve their problems. So in politics, somehow people by getting uh, gaining experience in elections can actually, uh, in my view, uh, overcome with uh, tribalism, political tribalism uh, in uh, lo- at local levels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But not the national one, I guess. It's too hard. Uh, unfortunately, for now, we cannot say that at the national level we can deal with tribalism. I don't see any positive signs for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So before we continue with you, I just want to quickly remind that um, to our listeners that if you'd like to ask a question or if you have an opinion on the subject that we're discussing today, you can indicate that you want to speak by pressing the button in Twitter spaces on uh, pressing the request button on your Twitter spaces, or you can send us a direct message to at RFERL or reply to a tweet pinned in this spaces. Um, so Shalkar, outside of the politics, how do these tribal identities and Jews kinships, what, what role do they play in everyday life of the Kazakh society? Uh, yes, uh, so um, in our culture, uh, Kazakh people usually, when they meet someone, they actually ask their names, and uh, also they ask the um, Jews, uh, but it's uh, common among uh, elder people. Uh, from my experience, I can say that among the younger generation, uh, it's not so popular to ask someone's uh, tribe. Uh, kinship division uh, but I had a, uh, an experience um, in 2019 uh, I was born and raised in a village located in South Kazakhstan region which was named, renamed as Turkestan region in 2019 so after, my, uh, after the high school I moved to Almaty to study at Al Farabi Kazakh National University and I used to visit my uh, hometown twice a year and so in 2019 i attended at an event in turkestan city the center of turkestan region mm-hmm. and at this at, 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 at the event i was asked by another participant if i belong to kt or D, dt first i didn't get his question he asked me don't pretend that i didn't understand his question in fact i didn't understand what he meant so uh, I asked him to explain what KT and DT um, stand for. Mm-hmm. Then he explained that KT stands for Congrats, DT stands for Dulats. Uh, so um, okay, that doesn't mean much the, to us, to be honest. So these y- are like two tribes, yes, right? Two tribes, yeah. Congrats and Dulats are the main tribes in South Kazakhstan region. Despite the fact that I was born and raised in South Kazakhstan region. I've never been asked that question before. So uh, I was surprised. Um, and then I asked my relatives, parents, and they said, yes. So in South Kazakhstan region, people usually uh, are divided into two camps, uh, Congrats and Dulats. Uh, 
but myself, I hadn't noticed it uh, until I was asked that question. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you know in Kazakhstan, uh, regional governors are appointed by the presidential administration. When they when they consider candidates for the governor, they actually look for governors among representatives of those two tribes. Mm-hmm. So I so guess, also yeah. So, yeah. so I guess your kind of tribal belonging is not a big part of your identity. Uh, for me, yes, uh, because uh, I left my village when I was seventeen. Since then, I have lived in Almaty. I visit my parents, but uh, I don't see uh, kinship division as much as important. Uh, for my career, for my uh, everyday life. Uh, for me, uh, citizenship is a main uh, uh, thing to consider myself as, 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 as a citizen of Kazakhstan. In Kazakhstan, we have also Turtin Jews, uh, forced Jews, actually, who uh, actually uh, compose of um, non-ethnic Kazakhs. For instance, mm. yesterday, for yesterday, I met in Almaty a man called Max, a Russian guy from Karaganda City. And we had a conversation on different topics, on the recent referendum held in Kazakhstan, on the war in Ukraine, and so on. And, and he said that I am a Kazakh. He didn't say, he didn't say that he's Kazakhstani. He said, I am a Kazakh uh, with a Russian uh, or, origin. And he said, we represent Turtin Jews. And it was a guy from Karaganda City, which is actually uh, dominated by Russians. Uh, so he said, we are all in Kazakhs, in Kazakh language. Mm-hmm. And so and he, he, spoke, me, he spoke in Kazakh language with you? Yep, he spoke with me in Kazakh. Fascinating. And it was, yeah, it was kind of surprising for me because he used this phrase when he was given his view on the war in Ukraine. So he said, I'm a Russian, but I am a Kazakh, when he was uh, giving his answer on my question on the war in Ukraine. And he actually uh, was talking Russian, then he uh, started talking in Kazakh. So it was kind of surprising for me, uh, because uh, usually uh, Russians or other Slavian uh, representatives uh, who were born and raised in South Kazakhstan region, they have they can speak Kazakh. But this guy was from uh, Karaganda, from the uh, Karaganda region, and he he surprised me. So I don't say that uh, I'm not saying that it's uh, common uh, in Kazakhstan, but it was kind of surprising for me that the, we do have uh, some citizens who actually considered themselves as part of Turkish Jews, forced Jews. This is interesting. Do you think that um, over time, um, the importance of which Jews, you, which Jews you belong to will fade? Um, actually, yes, especially in politics. So if you want to make... A, uh, successful career in politics, especially at the, at the national level. So it's very important 
to be in the right time, the right place, also to be uh, the to uh, be representative of the right uh, uh, tribe, because um, so it's not going to in, fade, at least in politics. Uh, in politics, it's very important. Okay, it's, it, it's very important. But at everyday life in business, uh, usually business uh, men uh, look for uh, like-minded like-minded people. They look for someone who is honest. They actually less pay attention uh, to the kinship division. Um, so, uh, but uh, we do have oligarchs uh, who actually uh, has have. Uh, close ties with uh, representatives of the political elite. So usually they are the representatives of the same tribe, oligarchs and the influential political actors. So uh, in Kazakhstan, uh, unfortunately, um, we still uh, have this, uh, this fact Okay, so if you want to make it in politics, then you have to belong to the right tribe. Uh, unfortunately, for now, yes. Uh, but I'm very hopeful that when we have um, uh, elections for governors, when we have a fair and open elections for Maslikhats, local uh, parliament, uh, for the national parliament, for uh, presidential office, I believe that uh, our people will gain experience in politics by participating in elections, by casting uh, ballots uh, for candidates who represent their interests as citizens. So I believe that uh, we must uh, have uh, more elections, uh, more uh, opportunity uh, to feel ourselves as citizens, not representatives of a certain tribe. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Um... Unfortunately, our second speaker from Kyrgyzstan, Aksana Ismail Bekova, has not been able to join this Twitter space. She's in Uzbekistan, where Twitter is still blocked. And um, Bermed? 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 Hello? Oh, sorry. Hello. So, um, sorry, we, we yeah. have a question coming in. Um, what are the most common sure. myths about tribal divisions in your country? Um, so, um, can you repeat, please, the question? What are... I didn't hear the first part. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so it's a question from one of our listeners just sent, uh, mm -hmm. to us. What are the most common myths about tribal divisions in your country? Uh, so, um, especially, uh, outsiders, foreigners, uh, they consider Kazakhstan... Uh, tribalism and clan in Kazakhstan as uh, clans and uh, tribalism uh, in other parts of the world, uh, in Central Asia, in particular in Kazakhstan. Uh, yes, uh, 
tribalism plays a great role in politics and uh, um, b- business, but uh, in daily life, uh, people are, uh, are not concerned about uh, kinship division. Uh, they consider uh, this question when they are getting to marry because it's very important to uh, marry someone who are not belong to your uh, tribe. Uh, and uh, most of the people in Kazakhstan can recite uh, the seven um, uh, uh, generations. Uh, but uh, in most of most part, especially in uh, cities, uh, kinship division, it's not uh, important uh, for daily life. Uh, in villages, in rural areas, uh, yes, uh, people uh, tend to uh, divide uh, people uh, based on their uh, tribes. Uh, but uh, because of uh, because of uh, capitalism, because of uh, new social rules, uh, because of uh, social media, because of uh, news consumption, uh, uh, people uh, are getting, in my view, less uh, uh, concerned uh, about uh, the, uh, the about the tribalism. Uh, but when it comes to uh, uh, resources, for example, um, uh, in South Kazakhstan region, uh, there's a shortage of water for agriculture. Um, so uh, people, uh, actually farmers fight uh, for the access to the water. And uh in some villages, representatives of the certain uh, tribes control the water resources and they fight uh, with uh, others. Uh, and uh, in this case, uh, I think that we should consider uh, this uh, kind of fights not as uh, because of uh, the uh, kinship division, uh, because of uh, fight uh, for the uh, economic resource. So uh, again, um, in my view, there is no uh, open clan rivalry in daily life, but there is a rivalry among ambitious and influential individuals in politics and business, representing different clans who are hungry for power and wealth. Um, usually, politicians and oligarchs uh, build alliances. With, uh, with those who represent the same tribe. Okay, got it. We have um, a volunteer, um, I don't know, with a question or with a comment, Isatai Minuarov, who was a speaker once on this Twitter oh, space. Yeah. Hi. Thank you. Thank you, Birnit and Shalkar, for the very interesting discussion about uh, tribalism in our country. Uh, before I ask a question, I'd like to add a brief, uh, quick remark about just Shalkar mentioned about the perceptions of the uh, tribal identities. Uh, I remember back in 2019, we uh, we did a research in, with regards to tribal and religious and ethnic and um, uh, civic identities. So we revealed that there were uh, differences between age groups. 
Shankar's, Shankar was right to point to the fact that um, young people are not actually, um, uh, the, so tribal identity is not as popular as, is not as important as uh, for those belonging to the elder generation. So just a coming to back up his statement. So I'd like to ask a question, Shalkar. Uh, do you think that, as we all Kazakh citizens know, uh, President Tokayev is, comes from Jalayur tribe, which is part of Senior Jus? Do you yeah. think mm -hmm. that uh, with the, um, with the uh, new era of Tokayev presidency, would you say that Shaprashta uh, influence, the influence of Shaprashta tribe will be getting weaker and weaker and uh, the power will be taken over by uh, Jalayir people and uh, Tokayev will concentrate mm -hmm. his power around uh, people mostly made up of Jalayir people. Thank you. Yep. Thank you, Satya, for your question. Um, um, in my view, uh, Shaprashta clan is not just uh, comprised of uh, uh, representative tribes of uh, Shaprashta. It actually includes um, other Kazakhs who belong to another uh, different um, tribes. Uh, so Shaprashta clan is uh, very big. Um, it has a, a very... Uh, it's, it's very influential in Kazakhstan so far. Um, and I'm sure that President Tokayev and his team are very aware of this fact. And they tried to actually, uh, uh, they are very interested, in my view, uh, in making them weaker and weaker, as you said. Um, and Tokayev's uh, close allies uh, are also uh, representatives of the Jalair tribe uh, to which uh, Tokai belongs. Uh, so, uh, for example, uh, the former uh, governor of the Almaty region, uh, Kanat Bozumbayev, uh, he is a, uh, another influential representative of the Jalair tribe. He used to be Tokai's assistant. Uh, when he was uh, 29, I guess. And he was a vice minister of energy in Tokayev's cabinet in 2001 or 2002. So I believe that uh, his kinship division, uh, his kinship ties to Tokayev uh, was uh, one of the uh, very important factors uh, in making him uh, very successful in politics. So uh, I'm, I don't know another influential uh, representative of the Jalayir tribe for now, but I believe that Tokayev uh, considers himself not only representative of the Jalayir tribe, also the, the, the most successful diplomat uh, in, Kazakh, in Kazakhstan's history. Uh, so he's very, uh, if you look at his uh, team, you see that uh, he relies on uh, diplomats, politicians who come from uh, who come from the uh, Ministry of, for of Foreign Affairs, so he relies for those uh, who represent um, uh, his uh, political background. Uh, mm. In my view, Tokayev's uh, clan 
will be uh, built uh, among those uh, influential and successful diplomats and also uh, the ones who represent the Jalaya tribe. Uh, and also we have to, we don't have to forget that there's a, a lot of guys who are unhappy with uh, the Shaprashta clan. They might also join the Tokayev's clan. Uh, so we might have a different Tokayev's clan, which are not uh, not uh, limited to the travel uh, division. Fascinating. Sounds better than Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, we have to wrap up this space for today. Thanks to Shalkar Nursiyitov from Kazakhstan. We Thanks definitely learned something today. Um, and we're sorry that Aksana Ismailbekova was not able to join us. Thanks to our listeners and to RFERL for hosting today's space. Uh, your feedback is very important to us. Please help us improve this series by sending your suggestions or ideas for topics you'd like to hear about to at RFERL or you can DM me. Have a good day. <laughs>